This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show, the show that will help you escape the Wall Street casino and build wealth on Main Street by investing in real estate. I'm your host, Taylor Lotes. I'm a multifamily and self-storage investor. To date, I've acquired, partnered on, or otherwise had a hand in over $250 million of commercial real estate acquisitions. If you'd like to learn more about potentially investing with us on a future deal, just go to investwithtaylor.com and take the steps there. We'll look forward to speaking with you soon. Today, we're going to be discussing the recent downgrade of U.S. federal government debt by Fitch. Fitch is one of the big three credit rating agencies between Moody's, Standard & Poor's, and once again, Fitch. They are the main credit and securities rating agencies out there. Fitch recently downgraded U.S. federal government debt from AAA, their highest rating, to AA+. The agencies have different credit rating systems, and we'll discuss that. And we'll also go through a few of the comments and the logic that Fitch laid out there for this debt downgrade. This development didn't get a lot of discussion in the real estate space or really even in the investing space. And I'm here to uh, fill the gap, if you will, and discuss something that I think should be a bit more on people's minds, especially those of us who have a long-term investing vision. And we'll get into, again, some of the specifics that Fitch laid out there that if they're right, and if these things do come to pass, will be relevant for us in the somewhat near future. So we'll be discussing that today. Just stay tuned. Okay, so for those of you who are on the video, you'll get to see the article here from FitchRatings.com. If you're audio only, I'll read out some of the key points here. But if you'd like to read it for yourself, the link is in the show notes. So Published on August 1st, 2023, just a couple of weeks ago, Fitch Ratings has downgraded the United States of America's long-term foreign currency issuer default rating to AA plus from AAA. The rating watch negative was removed and a stable outlook assigned. The country ceiling has been affirmed at AAA. So to translate some of that for you, Double A plus in Fitch's scale is essentially the second highest rating that you can have. Triple A is the highest rating that you can have. That's number one. Double A plus is number two. Now, they previously had a rating watch negative, which in their terms is kind of just a downtrend. So they have removed that negative rating and assigned a stable outlook. So sounds like for now, they're not expecting any further downgrades, but we're going to get into some of their logic and the details behind the downgrade from AAA to AA plus. And some of these comments are kind of concerning. So we'll dig into them and uh, get into some of the details and you can make up your own mind. So key ratings drivers, ratings downgrade. The rating downgrade of the United States reflects the expected fiscal deterioration over the next three years, a high and growing general government debt burden and the erosion of governance relative to AA and AAA rated peers over the last two decades that has manifested in repeated debt limit standoffs and last minute resolutions. So this came out right around the time of the debt limit, which I'm sure you're very well aware of now. But I think the most compelling and interesting and somewhat concerning 
aspect of that is Fitch's expectation of a fiscal deteriorate deterioration over the next three years. Fitch has also identified potential fiscal challenges that uh, may be on the horizon. To So to quote from the article, medium-term fiscal challenges unaddressed. Over the next decade, higher interest rates and the rising debt stock will increase the interest service burden, while an aging population and rising healthcare costs will raise spending on the elderly absent fiscal policy reforms. The CBO projects that interest costs will double by 2033 to 3.6% of GDP. The CBO also estimates a rise in mandatory spending on Medicare and Social Security by 1.5% of GDP over the same period. So increasing expenditure on interest on the debt, and then also paying for things like Medicare and Social Security as more folks become reliant on those programs. Those are certainly things to be aware of moving into the future. They also discuss other costs that are increasing or are projected to increase into the future, including the Hospital Insurance Trust Fund, which will be depleted by 2035 under the current laws, and also the pending expiration of the 2017 tax cuts, which are set to expire in 2025, but there's likely to be political pressure to make these permanent, as has been the case in the past. So those are all things to be aware of and increasing costs into the future that are reasonably likely, and Fitch certainly sees them happening. We'll highlight a few more things here and then talk about what it might mean for us as real estate investors. So talking about the economy potentially slipping into recession, tighter credit conditions, weakening business investment, and a slowdown in consumption will push the U.S. economy into a mild recession in the fourth quarter of 2023 and the first quarter of 2024, according to Fitch projections. So they see a slowdown coming into the future. They expect real GDP growth slowing to 1.2% this year, 2023 from 2.1% in 2022, and overall growth of just half a percent in 2024. Job vacancies remain higher, and the labor participation rate is still lower than by than pre-pandemic levels. So labor participation rate lower than pre-pandemic. Vacancies are high, and they expect the economy to slow down the rest of this year and into 2024. Last thing we'll discuss here is the Fed tightening of rates. The Fed raised interest rates by 25 basis points in March, May, and July 2023. Fitch expects one further rate hike to 55 to 5.75% by September. So they're expecting another rate hike here coming up in September, most likely. The resilience of the economy and the labor market are complicating the Fed's goal of bringing inflation toward its 2% target. While headline inflation fell to 3% in June, core PCE inflation, the Fed's key index, remained stubbornly high at 4.1% year over year. So the Fed is still seeing inflation higher than they want. It is slowing down, but Fitch expects one more rate hike moving into the month of September. Now, one comment in here that is very important and I think should be highlighted even further going to the article 
This will likely preclude cuts in the federal funds rate until March 2024. I hear a lot of real estate investors today talking about maybe rates will fall before the end of the year and kind of hoping that that might happen. Well, Fitch and other professionals who are in this business do not expect that to happen. They do not expect any cuts in rates, at least in this case, until March of 2024. So just be prepared for that. If you're hearing folks talking about how rates are going to fall later this year, so on and so forth, we'll know that the professionals don't believe that. So what does this mean for the real estate investing world? Well, I'm going to outline three things, three aspects out of this article, out of the Fitch downgrade that I believe are the most relevant for real estate investors. So Number one is taxes. They talk about the 2017 Tax Cut and Job Act maybe being extended, maybe not, but could be a little bit risky. And one of the key things in the 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act for real estate investors was bonus depreciation. We used to be able to take 100% bonus depreciation that has reduced to 80% in the first year in 2023. 2024, that goes down to 60% and so on. Many folks expect that to be extended and we'll get 100% bonus depreciation back. Fitch, the way they've lined it out, it could happen based on political pressure, but it might not be able to happen due to fiscal restrictions into the future. So just something to be aware of. So number two, higher rates. Now, interest rates are higher today than they used to be. Everyone's aware of that, but They're probably going to stay higher, at least if Fitch is correct, than a lot of investors are talking about today. Again, I hear a lot of very smart investors behind closed doors talking about how they're kind of hoping that rates will start coming down later this year. Well, Fitch does not expect that to happen, and they have pretty sound logic behind that. So are we just hoping that rates start to fall later this year, or are we looking at the data and having reasonable expectations about what could happen into the future. And then third, the risk of recession. So they talk about real GDP growth slowing to 1.2% this year from 2.1% last year in 2022. And then into 2024, they're talking about half a percent of GDP growth in 2024. So those are recession conditions. Once we get to that point, then typically the Fed will start to cut rates, and that would be consistent with Fitch's projections that rates won't start to come down at least before March of next year. So potentially higher taxes, especially if the government needs to fund its obligations. Number two, rates being higher now and remaining higher longer than a lot of investors out there think. And then three, just general recession. That impacts all aspects of the economy, and we as real estate investors are not immune to recession. It's not all doom and gloom. These debt downgrades have happened before. S&P downgraded the U.S. federal government's debt back in 2011. Now, they never re-upgraded the federal government's debt since that time, and Fitch is now following suit here 12 years later. Hopefully, we can turn it around and get re upgraded moving into the future. But right now, I believe is our opportunity as investors and people with capital to skate to where the puck is going. We can see if Fitch is correct, potential 
fiscal troubles on the horizon. They're saying about three years out. So how can we put ourselves in a successful position? Well, talk with your CPA. If taxes are potentially going to go up, how do you put yourself in a position to mitigate that risk, to protect yourself from potentially higher taxes into the future? Talk to your tax pro. How do you get prepared for higher rates into the future? How do you prepare your investments for recessions? Could have more reserves in the bank, higher rates. You could look to increase your cash flows to be prepared for a higher debt service costs into the future or to potentially lock your rates today if needed, if that makes sense for you. I think it's just important to be aware of these potential risks on the horizon. And that was my goal to line out today. I don't see a lot of folks in the real estate space talking about this downgrade of the federal government's debt. Again, it's not all doom and gloom, but these are things to be aware of. If there are further developments and downgrades of U.S. federal government debt, then I will certainly bring those to your attention and highlight the logic behind them. For now, I hope this has been an informative conversation. If you have any thoughts about this, I would certainly love to hear about them. Just reach out to us and let us know. Once again, this is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show. If you're enjoying the show, please take a moment and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars if you don't mind. I appreciate that so much. That helps other people learn about the show because that helps us rank higher in the Apple Podcast ecosystem. Once again, I'm your host, Taylor Lote, signing off. Take care, guys.